up, everybody? Welcome to Mike and Dave Hit the Stage. I am Mike. I happen to be Dave, and today we have anybody? Mike the Angry Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> what? What? What the hell? What? Well, we have uh, we have Mike again this week. Uh, this week we're going to be doing uh, the nineties. I actually referred to this as 90s style. 90? Did you just you just crack? 90s style. I think so. <laughs> it's been a day. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, 90s, 90s is, uh, I guess it's like the wheelhouse of where we grew up. I mean, technically, we were, you know. We were wandering. We were 80s, yeah, we were 80s, 80s kids. kids. But the, the 90s is where we, you know, when where we, we grew up. When we came into our own. Right, right. Really. So, uh, so. Um, in 1990, I was nine years old. God damn it! I so was you were you were 13. I was starting high school. So 13, 14, right? Yeah, 14. Th- 13. I was 13. So, uh, yes, that is a big difference yeah. when we look back at it. But that time in our lives is very formative, and that's mm-hmm. that's why oh, these yeah. songs kind of yeah. With this list, I just went back to songs that take me to that time. Yes. That was like I just not like hey this song came out in 1994 so I really and I happened to and, like it but oh yeah and, but these these songs also uh like made us who we are I think right it's it's mm-hmm. to an extent yeah it's it's and and there was so many again like every list we make there was so many I could have put on this yeah same here you know and I tried to pick ones that that this first batch of them would be uh almost. Almost the songs that, like we we did, um, the songs that you know got you into a, a into new genre. genre. Yeah, these are the songs that I picked. That that like when they when I heard them, I was like, "Holy crap!" I can get that. So that's I, the way I started this this '90s group because there were some songs you guys put on. And I'm like, "Ah, shit!" Like they were that good. Was a, that was a good. Yeah, that's a okay. good. Uh, that must have been Mike's because mine are. No, mine are pretty mm. eclectic. Well, I know there's one that I put on there that I know you were like, "Yeah." And there's one on there that we're gonna get to right now, and it went, "What the? F-? You had to put Rush on there?" Yes, first I, song. 90s. I have no complaint about it being Rush. Of course you don't. It's this song, mm-hmm. I just don't like it. So, well, go ahead. The song is "Dreamline" from Rush. So, most likely, this is probably one of the first Rush songs that I heard, knowing who Rush to know who Rush was, if that makes any kind of okay. sense. It and does. this is back in the Z-Rock days when AM 1480, they would always play this. Did they play Rush? They This and Roll the Bones because back then, like this was 90-91. Yeah. I, there was no hard rock metal station on the air in New York. Right. Nope. You had 1027, which was classic rock. Right. And you had 92.3, which right. was classic rock. Yeah. And 104.3 didn't exist yet. Yeah. So all we had was Z Rock. So this is what you know. So this is like the first thing that I heard. Of and, and and knowing what Rush and like, S O U, but S O U wouldn't play. Right. Uh, nah, they they played some stuff. They but, played Rush. They wouldn't play Rush. No, nah, I don't think so. No, eighty nine five back then. No, nah, uh, yeah, okay. playing Rush. But so with this one, so it's like like I, you know I was trying to figure out because again this is something that formed me musically, a band that formed me musically. Yeah. Like I originally, I was like, man, I got to put Dream Theater on here because I remember the first time I heard Pull Me Under again on Z Rock, I yeah. was like, jaw on the floor, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But this one hit me a little bit more because at the same time it was like one of those things like you know I. You know how it is. Like, you're a kid, you remember the thing, then you forget about it, then right. you pick up the tape later on. And then it's one of those things that, like, 
the reason this song really stuck out for me is I remember when I was finishing up in high school, they were doing the, you know, the stupid yearbook and this and that, whatever. Right. And, you know, me being freaking all smart and intelligent and pseudo intelligent <laughs> that you that you are as a snot nosed shit at did, that did age. Did you pretend to be intelligent or? Yes, I pretended to be. But, you know, they, <laughs> right. they were asking for quotes from people and they ended up scrapping it, apparently, because some people were putting some ridiculous shit in there. And yeah. my quote was, oh, yeah. when we are young. Wandering the face of the earth, right. wondering what our dreams might be worth, learning we're only immortal right. for a limited time, which and that is was... the chorus of this song. Okay. That's which why is this a cool is on chorus. there. And this song is pretty much just like, you know, the almost, like I'm looking at it like that, like, you know, you're wasting your, like, I don't want to say you're wasting your youth, but. Well, youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, exactly. Now that we're old and cranky, we can yeah. say it. Yeah. Holy shit, is it true? <sighs> yeah. It's 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 sad, and that's and that's pretty much what it breaks down to. And again, like I said, all the songs I put on this list, I know some of you guys are gonna like roll, are gonna roll your eyes at them. <laughs> no, but, but you know, you know, it's funny. You expect. Is is when is when I say that I put songs on here that you know that that kind of blew me away. It, it doesn't. I'm just not a Rush fan, right? You no, know, I get no, I get it, but it's also lyrically their stuff is heavy. Yeah, lyrically, this this actually that 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 chorus actually sat really well with me yeah but i'm like i said i'm not a huge rush fan i did not love this song but the chorus is good yeah but it is rush and they're iconic for a reason right and this at this point they had been 25 years into their career uh 74 so um, somewhere in the 20 year range yeah so 20 years 20 20 plus years into their career Mm -hmm. and they still have they're still coming out with new, interesting just stuff. Shy, just shy of 20. So, okay. Well, they're, so not, I, I, they're not coming out with new no, stuff anymore. No, well, unfortunately, Neil Peart Neil died. Neil passed yeah. away. And they they pretty much stopped before that because he was just in... Right, he couldn't do it anymore, he, right? He didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. That's the thing. Was he sick already? Did he know he was sick or... He didn't know. Uh, from what I understand, they didn't know that he didn't know he was sick. Yeah. But he had a lot of... Like back issues, shoulder issues, yeah. this stuff with, you know, pro- problems like that. And a lot of the issues that come with playing drums for a living and the way that he played going back to the conversation before about somebody that would play through the drum yeah and this man was a fucking machine yeah like just the look of concentration yeah (laughs) the look of concentration on his face everything was planned out and he played it identical day after day after day right yeah he was just that goddamn good Uh uh-huh the guys who sound like the album in the good way yeah Mm -hmm. where it doesn't sound like they're playing backing tracks it sounds like they're playing it perfectly mm-hmm. every time. And mm-hmm. also, when I've seen them play this song live more times than I can count, and three guys, they make it sound like the album. Yeah. And there, I don't want to say there's no backing tracks, mm-hmm. but everything that's going on in the background is being played by the band. Uh-huh. So he's triggering things on the drums. The guitar player is playing keyboard parts on his feet with his feet. The bass player is playing keyboard parts with his feet while he's playing bass and singing. Yeah. And sometimes playing keyboard as well. Yes. Yeah. So everybody's doing more than one job. Yeah. And this is what, even though I'm not a huge Rush fan, you recognize the <laughs> Sorry. the ultimate effort put behind a band. I hope, I hope that hand smells like feet. <laughs> Guys, tell people what you just did. <laughs> Niche. <laughs> Stuck That's his all. hand down his pants like he's looking for change. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Anyway. So, yeah, there, so there you go. This is one song that just screams 90s. To oh, me. it does. <laughs> On top of the keyboard sounds used and everything else, <laughs> but whatever. Now, to bring it around to the next entry. Uh-huh. 
this is Hum. Uh, this is your. This is Mike's call. Yeah. Hum with the song Stars. Yes. Um, Go ahead. I don't have a lot to knock about this. Yeah. It sounds like 1993. Thank you. I think it is 1993. Well, no. uh, my uh, notes. This song is so 90s. Okay. Between the chord progressions so, used, the changes, the guitar tone, the drum sound, I, everything. And that is not an insult. I, I think. I don't think. I know. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. Okay, I can I can definitely hear why it, it would be. There is a guy on TikTok. His name is Jacob Givens, right? And he he's about our age, uh, and I would and he does so old, yeah, in his in his forties. I would say you know, um, but he does these videos of when he heard uh, a song for the first time, and it's all ninety songs. And he did this one, and he hits it right on the head because you know how it starts. It starts off nice and low, and then it comes in. And it like it like it's a crash. It like blows you away, mm-hmm. right? He did that like where he's talking to himself, and it's like it's like playing, and he's like, "What's this?" And it's a you know hum, stars, and I'm like, "Oh, I kind of like it. It's nice and mellow." And then when it comes in, they show like his he gets blown away. He's like got soot on his face, and his hair's all, and that's how it felt because I I heard this the first time I was working at um I worked at a cemetery for two years, and uh, I always had my headphones on because I was doing stuff. You know, I I I, I did landscaping. What the fuck are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm controlling myself. Why? Because <laughs> I worked in a cemetery? No, in the previous two podcasts, I've had something to say about <laughs> Kevin Gilbert. And my brain was, please don't dig up the <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on. So anyway, so anyway, uh, it, it, it came out to, uh, it, I heard it while I was landscaping at the, at the, at the, at the, at the uh, cemetery. And this, that's how it felt. It was so boom, and I, the guitar sound, the drum sound—it's so crisp and verbose. And 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 and, and you know, it, it's not what he's saying. I don't get this one. Actually, the lyrics don't really matter to me. I like the lyrics, but this this is more musical to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know. Go ahead. Okay. No. Also, one thing I caught on the song listening to because again, this is the way that I always do. I just mm-hmm. it's like. The guys, they're using almost like the Smashing Pumpkins Ooh, progressions. Okay. All right. Because listen to the way that, like, it's just, like, I can't I'm, I can't explain it right. It's like when certain artists get their, they get into their wheelhouse. They have, like, the, what they, nor- the changes they normally use. Right. Or a certain way of doing things. It's like, you can tell this, I'm not knocking it. It's not yeah. meant as a knock at all. But he's doing it the Smashing Pumpkins way. It's like. I never thought of it that like, way, but I definitely hear it now. Like yeah. an old guitar player might, yes. Another mic. <laughs> so many mics. Yeah. Um. When like when we, me and him were jamming, mm. he was into Smashing Pumpkins, and he would do things like that's why I picked up on it. He the would progression, do things, the the a certain way of doing it, or maybe just a certain choice in chord. Right. Yeah. Like adding an extra note into it to yeah. make it a little bit of a minor diminished or something else to change. You know, just to add a little extra flavor to it. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. It's freaking great. Yeah. But it it just different differentiates it more from other stuff uh-huh. of the same era. Yeah. Yeah, I could it's definitely really, hear that. It's really a fun song. Yeah. Like we joked about previous on previous lists about songs trying to sound fun and just not or yeah. just sounding completely crap. This is the not that. This yeah. is mm-hmm. like it's literally right. the nineties and, and this 90s is alt rock. This was their a, their only bottom. hit. I don't think they had I, I don't know if they had another one, you know, but this is the one that has stuck around, at least for me. Yeah. You know? And uh and it it's 
it's on my it's it's in my playlist and it plays at least once a month. You know, in my rotation yeah. when I hit you know shuffle, shuffle or yeah. whatever. You was know, this a one hundred four three song. No, this was a K rock song. Okay, but one hundred four three was modern rock at this point. No, this yes. was no, yeah. no, uh-huh. no. It was it was classic rock already. Yeah, that was classic rock. Yeah, one hundred three one hundred four three was still doing modern rock in ninety five. This song came out Are in ninety five. Sure. Yep. Yeah, well, whatever it is. No, but this is a K Rock song. This was this was ninety two three. Yeah. Yeah. No, because what one oh four one oh four three started I think like I want to say ninety three, ninety four. Yeah. And they were still doing the modern rock at this point. I thought they were always classic rock, nah. didn't they? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, they switched back to classic rock. Oh. They switched to classic rock when ninety two three switched to modern rock. Yeah. So this was this would have been one oh three. They they went to go after what one oh two seven was doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's this is such a New York conversation. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and then keep in mind, we live in a city that has no rock stations. anymore. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. nothing left unless you count 104.3 playing the same seven songs yeah. over and over again. Or um, SOU. SOU. Which, yeah, I haven't been able to pick that up in decades. Really, you live in the yeah. city. I know, but I just haven't. Been I can able pick to. it up from my house. I can yeah. pick it up from my house too. Yeah, but then again, I barely, I but think... I can hear it. Oh, I, I, I haven't had a radio yeah. in decades either. That's why we have the car. Cars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when my car starts, it goes to the radio and it mm-hmm. automatically goes to SOU because I don't really feel like listening to anything else. Yeah. Then it switches over to what I like to my phone and yeah. my Bluetooth. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This so 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 interesting. Um. The next one, Plowed by Sponge. Yes. This is off the album Rotting Pinata. This is 1994. Um, I heard this in 1995. This was eighth grade for me. Okay. So you guys were... I already graduated high school. No. <laughs> I was graduating. 1985? Yes, I did. If 95. you heard it... 94, I graduated high school. Yeah. So spring of 95, <laughs> you graduated high school? I graduated high school in 94. Did you? Yeah. You old piece of shit. I graduated I told you. in 95. You're just like taking cheap shots. <laughs> so yeah, this was my eighth grade. Like, I, I got into... This was the time where I got a little into Green Day. Yeah. And Sponge. Yeah. And Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. And this 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 song has stuck with me since the first time I heard it. Uh-huh. The album that this is on, Rotting Pinata. Yeah, every track is part of the collection. It'll none of them will ever be skipped. Yeah. Miles, sixteen candles. Uh, Nina oh Menasha. shit! I never realized all the songs they had. And that's one yeah. album. They have five albums. Do they? I would never the know. Two thousand. What? They have five albums before the year two thousand. Uh-huh. And then they did, I think, like two or three more. Their guitars died two years ago. Oh, God. Okay. Um, unfortunately. Um, but they've been around forever, and yeah. they, they've been playing this whole time. The funny thing with these 90s songs is that um, it's it's it was the radio era for us because there was no C- – well, there were CDs, but – There were CDs, but there was – For no us, tech. it was – we there, couldn't – There was no file sharing. Right. There was no YouTube. Right. So there it was, was all radio stuff. It was all and, – and, and at this time, like I said, I was starting to work. So I was working at delis, and I was work and 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 at the cemetery. And, so I would always have my headphones on or a radio on, mm-hmm. and it was always on K Rock because it was nothing else. It was either that or SOU. SOU at work, I couldn't listen to it because you know, oh my god, you're listening to heavy metal, and you know, and then people couldn't take it. So it would it would be K Rock, it would be these songs, and and but I never bought the album. Like it's so funny. Like like why wouldn't I buy this album? Oh, I bought this on cassette, and right. then I bought it on CD. But it's so funny because it, I guess at the time it wasn't my. It wasn't in your wheelhouse. I mean, it... right? But if you look at some of the songs I have on here, you wouldn't think of it either, you know. But I bought those albums, right? So it's 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 so weird. Like this one, but the, the funny thing is, is, that's what I'm saying is that you brought up the songs that were on, the, and I was like, holy shit, I know every one of those. And the funny thing about the '90s is that 
there were a lot of bands like that. Uh, John the Doorman gave me uh, one. They were giving away uh, Third Eye Blind tickets at at Castle mm-hmm. one time at the door. And they couldn't sell them. I was about to say, no, I was about to say it was so fun. No, at Castle, they couldn't get rid of them because nobody wanted them. Yeah, so at the end the of the night, I, I, think, I forget how it came up, but maybe we were one of the last people to leave or whatever. But John asked, he was like, do you, do you want the tickets? And I was like, fuck it, it's a free show, I'll go. And I went to that Third Eye me. Blind show, and, and again, I'm like, yay, I'm going to see Third Eye Blind. One, I had a great time. And second, I didn't know I knew how so many fucking Third Eye Blind songs, you know? But it was, it, it, listen, a free show is a free show. Free and a lot show. of times when I go, oh, God, I'm about to see this person, I'm actually impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because you got to understand, even though you don't like something. It doesn't it, mean it's not good. It's still, yeah. But it's still musicians up there doing what they do. And that's what I feel about Rush. It's not, I don't like them. Yeah. But I love what they do, and I no. love how they do it. Well, that's the funny thing is that, is that, you know, um, well, this is going to come out after we're, we've seen the winery dogs. I don't know. I'm going to listen to it, but when we go, I'm not going to know it. But I'm going to enjoy just watching. Well, oh, the, yeah. the thing is also with that with that band in particular, yeah. Winery Dogs, they put on a show. Yeah. On top of that. Yeah. yeah. Portnoy, you've seen, you've never yeah, seen yeah. theater live, but you've seen videos. Right. So all the craziness that he's right, doing right, 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 that right. I tried doing over the years, <laughs> he's doing that. Yeah. Billy Sheehan is a freaking octopus on the freaking bass. Right. His hands are everywhere. Yeah. It's like he's molesting it. <laughs> and and Katzen is he's more subdued. Uh-huh. He's the most subdued of the three of them. Mm-hmm. But he's just playing and singing his ass yeah. off. So I'm I'm interested. To, yeah. I, I can't wait to see. I'm, I'm I'm excited. All right. So yeah, if you haven't checked, at least if you're going to check out uh, Sponge, check out their first album, mm-hmm. Rotten Pinata. It is it is a '90s rock masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It is one of my favorite. That is a Desert Island album for me. Yeah. Okay. Percent. Yeah. That is one of those ones I used to have the CD on me when I had CDs yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was in my constant rotation. It still is. Yeah. Um, now, one thing on the musician side of things on this song that I loved, on I, I don't know if it just happened to be the copy that I got my hands on, and with the headphones I have at work, listening to it, I have it cranked up, you can hear the click track in the background. When they're very slightly. Song. Very slight. It's and just, I loved, I don't know yeah, why I loved that. It bled through on something. The I click have track never was, heard. The click track was bleeding through, and then there's a little bit of a break, and then you hear the guy clicking the hi hat in time with the guitar, and that's something that is. Not, I gotta listen to it again. And, that, and also that click at the beginning where the guy's just playing, like he's just keeping, ooh, Christ, yeah, just <laughs> keeping time on the song, like for the guitar player. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Right, right. Think Everything's about done anything digital. New. They would just go in, hit a button, and erase that. Yeah. It th- again. This is maybe to me like. Maybe after two thousand something, music started kind of getting meh. Yeah, for the most part, because it, lo- it it's this is this is organic. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can explain it. Right. Well, there's also it's it's the idea of analog warmth. It's something mm-hmm. in the background that you can hear. There's there's a a, a, a room to the to the music. Mm-hmm. That's also why we don't add reverb to this because we're recording in a room. It's three mics. It's gonna pick up the room. Yeah. And we're not using like isolated mics. Yeah. So we get a little bit of the room reflection in the background. Mm-hmm. And the sirens and the Yeah, unfortunately we airplanes. get sirens. And the dive bombers. <laughs> and the, yeah. <laughs> and screaming screaming children in the streets. My parents yelling at each other. No, we don't get that. <laughs> so yeah, this it's very indicative of the time. I love this album. Um I've played at least something from this for everyone I know. Um there's actually a music video for this, but it's not official. Uh-huh. It's from an anime. 
somebody cut up an anime and uh, put this to it. Put this to it, and it re- it mixed really well. Yeah, and it was it's a very disturbing anime, not a, not one of the creepy it's tentacle ones. Okay. It's more of a violent and then a lot of religious themes kind of anime. Okay. Um, next, we're going to talk about Bad Guy by Dangerous Toys. I'm waiting for the hatred. I actually <laughs> don't like this song at all, but I don't have enough to. Like, Base it on blitz it, yeah. Like I can't, I can't say fucking hate it. I, I hope they die in a fire. I can't say that. I, I just didn't like the song that much. You guys are gonna hate me, but when I hear that song, well, I think it was Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Yeah. And actually, this is a perfect time to promote the Weege. <laughs> My friend Luigi has a band called the Weege. <laughs> One of the songs that they have is "Bad Guy." Is "Bad Guy" by Billy Eilish. Yeah. No vocals, jazz improvisational. Oh, I, I, they, yeah. Okay. They're, I gotta take wild. a listen to that. That sounds Look cool. Look them up on Bandcamp. W e e g e yeah the Ouija the Ouija <laughs> they're very cool so we love you Luigi <laughs> so yeah dangerous toys which by the way please don't use ob- weird objects as sex toys <laughs> <laughs> it's so dangerous <laughs> so I didn't know they were making music weren't they an eighties band they the first album I want to say was eighty eight eighty nine oh okay this I- one was nine this album I want to say was ninety one. Are they still around? Actually, wait. So you're telling me this came out the same year as the Black Album? <laughs> Actually, yes, because I remember. Now I, I hate it. <laughs> I, I remember I was in New Orleans visiting yeah. my father when the Black Album came out, yeah. and they had a and Z Rock was a national radio station, yeah, and they had a uh, um oh my god uh not subsidiary whatever like a satellite station there syndicate Syndic- Syndic- yeah, a, a syndicated station yeah. there and they would play the black they'd play Enter Sandman once every hour yeah at that point and it was I was there when it was released yeah but one of the other songs on this album um Gamino Lip was also getting played a lot while I was down there so that's why I know it was ninety one yeah for sure and like again. 90s. I'm just taking stuff that takes me back to then when, you know, me and my friends, freaking 14 years old, 15 mm-hmm. years old, being freaking jackasses, being uh-huh. stupid, walking from Jackson Heights to Queen Center, and I bought I bought this freaking tape at the Sam Goody outside of the mall before it was even in the mall, uh-huh. and everything, and then learning to play drums. I would go down. This was one of the first albums that I would sit down, put in the tape deck, put on the headphones, yeah. and play the album from start to finish. I have to ask this question. Was it those headphones? No. <laughs> if those are the ones you used to play drums. <laughs> not at that time. The ones I had were like not nowhere near as good and I actually had a bandana tied around them to keep them from slipping off. Those don't look very far from that. Yeah. <laughs> but, Mike um, is using some very like aviator headphones. Ex- yeah, they're they're 30 some odd decibel noise reduction. That's oh, why. Jesus. <laughs> But um, it's so yeah. loud in here. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so deafening. It's the only headphones I have that have a wire anymore. <laughs> but still, it, that's New what millennium. it was. You know, that's what it was. And even like a couple of years ago when the Pigeons would get ready to do a show again, whatever, mm. this song, like I would go to the studio and basically, because I had stopped playing for a while, teach myself to play again. Yeah. This song was one of the songs on the oh, list. Actually, right. half that album was on the playlist of yeah. stuff. Just to get into it, just for the exercise. And this song is actually, as a drummer, painful because your right foot never stops the entire time. Eighth note straight through, nonstop. Hmm. Which All is right. funny because um, Sign of the Southern Cross by Black Sabbath is how I get this hand kind of in shape. Yeah. And then um, War Pigs is how I get this hand in shape, the left hand. Okay. Because it's constantly, there's there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's how I bring my hands back up to speed when I'm trying to get fast again. And then I go into the death metal stuff. 
or the speed metal yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, I think everyone has their method of mm-hmm. building themselves back up to where they want to yeah, be. Yeah, mine is auto-asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. Please, please you don't. missed a word. I, had, yeah, I know. I left it. I left it. <laughs> it's not erotic it when he yeah, does it. It's, it's not, necessary. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I almost got him to spit soda. <laughs> please don't jokesterbate. <laughs> <laughs> Call a hooker. Get somebody else to help you. <sighs> anyway, uh, back to the list. Now we have to talk about uh, My Name is Jonas by Weezer. Yes. Uh, this song um, reminds me of the conspiracy theory. What? There's a conspiracy theory out there that um, the singer from Nirvana okay. faked his own death and changed became his name Rivers, Rivers Cuomo. Cuomo. And that would explain why I like this as little as I like Nirvana. Okay. Whatever. That's okay. That's I, just, no, I'm, I'm like, this is your pick. No, no, no. <laughs> fucking hate Weezer. No, uh, listen. Cheers. I dislike Weezer now. Dislike, not hate, yes. because now they just put out music just to put it out. But this album and their second album, Pinkerton, are great. This album is different from every other, uh, like 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 the music that came out. I think this came out in '94. Right, it is 94, yeah, because... 93, 94. Yeah. So, getting to your point a a couple of lists ago, Mm -hmm. how I, I, you know, I picked that one song because they said Dungeons and Dragons in it. This this album, have you listened to the the, the Blue Album from Weezer? I heard bits and pieces of it 30 years ago. They have have a a song called uh, In the Garage. Where he talks about basically everything in his garage. He's got, you know, kiss posters and they play D and D and you know, he's got a twenty sided die. Pictures of two homeless so, guys so, making out. Yeah, whatever. And uh but the but, shotgun. <laughs> but this this song is the opening song of the album. And it's another one of those songs that like hits you in the face. You know? When it starts up, it's 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 it just comes in and it and it hits you in the face. And that's what I and it was grungy and it was it is grungy. Heavy, you know? It is heavy. Yeah. Um, I hate his voice. I really do. I just I I like it as little as I like Nirvana, and I did not like Nirvana. Really, you didn't like Nirvana? I Me know. either. I know it's sacrilege. No, it's no. not. A lot of people consider that like music sacrilege. No, I didn't. No. I didn't. And I like Dave Grohl. Yeah. I don't like I. I just don't like Nirvana. Oh, okay. I thought you were say you not, don't like fucking Foo Fighters. I'm gonna kick you no, out the Foo window. Fighters, well, I have no I have no negative opinions. Right. Right. I'm not I'm not super into what they did. Yeah. They're, they had some great songs. They do have great songs. I, by the way, I saw them. Jesus, it's got to be about almost 15 years ago at Madison Square Garden, and they blew me away. I can imagine. They were so good. Everything I've seen that Dave Grohl has done, he puts everything he has into it. And when he, when, he, when he came out, he was like, thanks for sticking with us for 20 years. I went, holy shit. Yeah. And that was 15 years ago from when I saw them, uh-huh. from now. So, oh, my God. Yeah. They've been around for over 30 years. Yeah, time flies. When, when I saw uh, Dave Grohl talking about ripping off the Gap Band yeah. for the intro to uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh-huh. I'm like, he's a genius. Because yeah. really, musicians steal from each other. Right. They take yeah. bits and pieces and make it their mm-hmm. own. There's a, a Scott Ian quote that if you didn't rip off a, a, if you didn't rip off something from Black Sabbath, you've mi- made a mistake. Yeah. And that's, it's completely true. You have to take from somewhere. And he has these disco beats that he uses in modern rock drumming. Yeah. And it's perfect. But I hate Kurt Cobain. Yeah, all right. And, and I, I was never a, into the entire grunge movement. That yeah. thing. 
it never did anything. No, I man. think that's why I didn't listen to Soundgarden. Yeah, because I yeah. just didn't appreciate. Well, yeah. it. Same, same all these thing. all well, these bands had had great like first and second albums, and then like Soundgarden's first album sounds nothing like you'd hear from from their first album to Black Hole Sun. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different band. But that's an evolution. These yeah. guys evolve or devolve depending and on how you look at it. And also, sometimes depending on the situation, the first out, like depending on how it went with the first album, second album, they would have producers come in yeah. and tell them and change things and tell them how to do things and change things up. Mm. And then by the time they got to the third, fourth, they got depending on how well they sold and yada yada yada, mm. they had more creative control of on their own. Yeah. In with that. Or being left, you know, left out to rot, depending mm-hmm. on how you look at it. Because when grunge kicked in, Warrant talked about um, before yeah. grunge, they had the big poster cherry pie in in the in their was it Electra or Electra Atlantic? Records? Uh, the, just at the front desk, there's a big poster of cherry pie. And the next time he went after Nirvana came out, it was Alice it was in Chains. Gone. It was Alice in Chains. Oh yeah, they were yeah. forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. And and, well, that's and, that they killed hair metal. Yeah, but the thing is, you listen to the album. At, that they came, that Warren came out after that. Doggy Dog is oh, actually it's a pretty have, album. I have, it's a pretty good album. So so Doggy Dog, mm-hmm. right? Uh, there's there's a New York or Brooklyn band. band. There's a Brooklyn band yeah. called Doggy Dog. So when they made an, an album called Doggy Dog, Doggy Dog's next album was called Warrant. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. I though. really it's, respect that. It is because it's not. They weren't like they fucking stole. No, they had fun. They had fun with it. And it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like fuck you guys. It was just like oh, all right, all right Warrant. <laughs> That's cute. That's a cute. Yeah. Instead of instead yeah. of a fuck you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fuck. All right. So you don't like Weezer. It's yeah. cool. So now a lot of people didn't like their second album. Pinkerton didn't get big until l- way later because they, they their sound was completely different. Which which album is Buddy Holly on? This one. That's the, the blue one. Okay. Yeah, just so one. you know, I had to I had to build one of my computers here, and when you installed Windows ninety five. Guess what came included on it? What? A copy of fucking Buddy Holly. Why? What? On what? Yeah. On what program? Windows. Why am I it copying? was built in because you're yeah. you're too close. No. So um it came with that and it came with um there was another random video, but that video was part of the install for for it was part of the install uh, system for Windows 95 first edition. Yeah. Okay, I didn't start building PCs till after that, that's why. It was so fucking annoying because you had to use it to test the sound card uh-huh. and uh yeah i fucking hate that song all right and that's why one of the reasons i hate fucking weezer okay so now we're gonna move on to alanis morissette the song of 1995 the song of 1995 also featuring a member of the food fighters uh, live live not, not recording yeah. yeah uh taylor hawkins mm-hmm. playing yeah. drums for alanis morissette yeah uh on tour after the first album and right up to the second i think i think so yeah and taylor hawkins who hates taylor hawkins nobody 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 i know of. i've never heard anyone say fuck that guy yeah. <laughs> and he was right there with dave grohl as being an amazing drummer yeah and a super charismatic guy i'm so i feel so bad that his his career and life were cut short by drugs yeah please don't do drugs and that's not a joke there's yeah. no joke to no, this no um, stay away, and with it st- on, still on the Taylor Hawkins thing, it's just the the, the concerts. Watching his son play, the yes, song. that was oh, oh my gut wrenching, fucking yeah. god, son playing, and then watching Dave um, Grohl break down, Dave yeah. Grohl break down, and watching um, Wolfgang Van Halen uh-huh. 
uh, playing. I, I, I'm a huge Wolfgang fan. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know everyone talks shit because he, he, he was the reason they never brought Michael Anthony back into Van mm-hmm. Halen. But he's so good. And his writing on his own is, fantastic. is solid. I mean, it's, it's so good. I know you haven't, you haven't heard it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can honestly play something for you later. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll give you something to listen to on the car ride home. Uh-huh. Um, it's so worth it. Alanis Morissette, this album, it's, it's another one of those albums that just, it's very nineties. It is the album of 1995 and come on, say it. Dave Coulier. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's about Dave Coulier. Everybody knows Uncle it's about Joey. Dave Uncle Joey got his dick sucked in a theater. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I sent, I sent you the interview with, with yeah. him and Jimmy. him discovering it was yeah, about yeah. him. Oh no, he goes. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> she was Alanis Morissette was in four episodes of Nickelodeon's You Can't Do That on Television. Only four? Yeah, she's on four or five. Yeah, you know it was it ran from like eighty seven to like ninety five. I remember I used to watch it when I was a yeah. kid. The first time I had the first time we got cable in this house, I watched Nickelodeon. For three days straight. Because <laughs> I didn't know what else to watch. It's so cool. I was like, this is awesome. And it was written by children. You yes. Can't Do That on Television was written by kids. By the by, by the cast members. By I the think. cast members. Did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I never I didn't have cable till, till 2000 something. Yeah. But it was it was incredible. And Alanis Morissette was only in for a few episodes because mm-hmm. she was Canadian. It was filmed right. in Canada. You know, Canada. Yeah. With the snow. And the round bacon. And your round <laughs> bacon. You liars, that's ham. That's ham. <laughs> Talking to you, Mark. And <laughs> he doesn't even listen. I don't know. We got to send him. I was actually talking to him last night. We got to send him the link. Oh, I will. Because I was going to send him the iTunes link, and then I realized. No, just I'll, send him the, send the, the website. website. I couldn't remember what it was off the top it's, of my everything's head. Everything's on. Really? Yeah. I'm stupid. <laughs> but um, funny thing with this one, back in, it was uh, around Christmas. Uh, obviously around Christmas. It was uh, winter of 95. Uh bunch of us that were working together one guy got a bunch of tickets for the z100 jingle ball okay and uh alanis morissette was playing back when and, it was rock yeah yeah and but the thing is it's like i was actually the first person out of my circle of friends that owned that had the tape yeah not not cd yet but the actual tape and i played the living hell out of it and when we went to go see it it was like yeah dave matthews you had her natalie merchant um, Dave matthews back then yeah yeah, yeah. Dave um, Matthews is responsible for my worst concert experience. Uh, he, and, was, well, he, he ruined my birthday. I think I've, we think we yeah, talked about this. Yeah, and um, he ruins uh, a lot of birthdays. Yeah. Oh my God, Goo Goo Dolls was there. I can't. I'm trying to remember one of the other bands that's on this list. I drawn a blank on it. Soul Asylum. Yeah, was playing. But the thing is, so you have, so you have Alanis Morissette. She's the star of the show. Right. For her, well, of that, like you know, five song set. She gave the drummer a solo, and she jumped back behind the kit, and she's messing around. Oh, sorry, that was me. <laughs> and she's messing around on the uh, floor, Tom, while he's going off. Yeah. And she gave the guitar player an extended solo. Huh, right. I'm like, this is fucking cool. Well, she is. She's no, a write, She's a writer's musician. Yeah. yeah. Like she's very into performance and writing. Um, everyone who worked with her said she's a joy to work with, mm-hmm. including Kevin Smith, because you know who doesn't? Yeah. When she played God, she's also God. Yeah. 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 You can't really go wrong with Alanis Morissette. She's no. just too. She's too sweet. Yes. Yeah, it's too, we're kissing. We're just kissing ass when it comes. <laughs> yeah. to it. I know. <laughs> well, it's it's actually. I'm a little mad at your next choice. Why? Because it's not the song I wanted. <laughs> Drop Drop Dead Gorgeous by Republica. Yeah, it baby. is very '90s. Oh yeah, but it is not ready to go. Okay, it is a drive. This whole album is a driving album. Yes. Holy crap! Very I, much. So. I get on a highway with this, and I want to 
go drive people off the fucking road. I, I swear, I thought he was going to say, I want to drive into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> like Billy Joel. <laughs> or like Mark Boland. So oh, this, was, this was, the. there were two songs that, that Mike and I wanted to cover for UFK. It was this and uh, their other one, Ready to Go. Yeah. Ready to Go is awesome. Yeah. Right? And there's two styles of ready to go. There's like yeah. the European one and, and the, the American, American mix, one. The American mix is a lot more guitar to it. Yeah, yeah the European mix is a lot more dancey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, the funny thing with this is like the way I found this is like back in like 94, no, it was like 95 or 96. Yeah. When it came out, there was this weird UHF station, like Channel 35 or something. It was like Video Jukebox. Yes. Or some yes. crap like that. So the I'd box. come home. Yeah, I'd come home yeah. from... Uh, work or even from like castle heights yeah. or whatever and put the t- just put the tv on and this came on and i was like well no, not this song it was uh ready to go yeah and i was like Ooh, oh yeah what the hell yeah, this is this is different yeah and that's also the first that's also the first place that i heard well i first time i saw the video for rada mahada from uh sepultura was okay on. yeah that's yeah. also where i discovered uh goldfinger Really? I saw the video for Here it's, in Your Bedroom on there. It's so funny. And I was just like, ooh, remember, this you, is cool. You, you could see the same video like three times in a row on that because people would just, just call, call up it and, in. And, yeah. And, yeah. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. 80% of that was pre-programmed. Was it? Yeah. So it was an 800 number, but it was a charge number. Yeah. Yeah. So you had to call in and it was like 35 cents to vote. Yeah. And they charged they charge the phone line. Right. Um, a lot of it was a scam. But the box, in theory, video music box would work. Yeah, twenty percent of the time. So you every once in a while you get like three of the same same band or same yeah. song, mm-hmm. but most of the time it was playing it was playing whatever they programmed it to yeah. play. Really? Yeah, bastards. Now my I never last because I was a cheap bastard. My last two of these I never did. The last two on these for me were discovered by that, and I think that is why I'm a pervert. All right, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that, that was pretty. This is. Good. You know what it was? It was Europop, and we had yeah. never heard it before. We had never. Yes. Seen and we it were like, "What is this?" And this is like, and the other part of it is like how we were talking about, like on the other, like the other lists and whatever. How like certain things I just never got into. This is yeah. the closest I have ever gotten into being dance into, music. Into dance music. Yeah. The closest. This is to the it. closest. This is like almost EDM, boom, which yeah. is funny because boom, yeah. this is in the same style as, um, uh, right said Fred. I'm too sexy. Yeah, which is Euro yeah. trash music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not Euro pop music. That's Euro trash music. Yeah, but this is a, what's this difference? Has, yeah, human pieces of garbage like Euro oh, trash. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but this is this has more of a rock and roll backbone to yes. it than Right yeah. Said Fred. Oh, did. Yeah, absolutely. And Right Said Fred is very much like Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's there's a line of weird shit. <laughs> but yeah, this is a really good song. I prefer Ready yeah, to Go. One. Yeah. Uh, minus five points for not using Ready to Go. <laughs> I just always like this song better. That, mm-hmm. that it's just it. I get it, <laughs> but it's, it still screams mid nineties to me. It does. It's very mid nineties and very cool, <laughs> but not as cool as our next song, Fastball, the way. Yeah, another one. If you ask Mary Jane what my favorite song is, she would probably say this. Really? Yeah, this song is another one that like talks to my soul. Okay. Back then, it was before kids. Yep. This song was what I wanted to do with my life. It was just there were so Wonder? many. Yeah, there were so many times that I would be on the highway, and I did a lot of deliveries. Right when I was growing up, uh, I used to work for an electronics store and whatnot, and I would have to deliver to like Jersey and Connecticut and stuff like that. And there were so many times if I was not in a company vehicle, I was on Route 80, and I'd have to go to like like let's say exit like. Uh, 
45, which is like a two-hour drive from like uh, uh, Queens, right? And I'm driving, and I'm going, what if I just keep going? You know? I have this I, I, I have this joke I say at work every day. I say I sit outside in my car, I turn it off and go, they'd never know I was here. I could just keep going. <laughs> right? And obviously I don't because I have a family that well, I that's love the, and Well, I that's different. And, and that's, that's how the, the – the, um, well, there's a true story to this, by the way. This yes. was a true story. I forget the people's names. But uh, it, it actually happened, where they, they were, uh, were they were they, uh, sick or 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 did it? I remember it was two old people who just got up and drove. They ran away, and then and then, but they they crashed and died. Yeah. I think, of course, because right. nothing really has a happy ending when, right. when it's written in in a song. But you know, growing up, it, it never. I it, when I was younger, it never hit me that the kid part. Where the children woke up and they couldn't find... I think of that now and I'm like, fuck, I don't want my kids to wake up and not find me, you know? So I'm like, okay, I'm not running away anymore. Yeah, no. It's, you know? It's, we're past the point of wanting to run away. But this this song growing up was, uh, in the 90s was, was is musically one of my favorite songs and and lyrically one of my favorite songs. And to this day, when it comes on, Mary Jane's like, oh, I'm not changing this because she just knows. Do you, does, does it happen where the other person looks and goes, I'm shutting the fuck up now? <laughs> what do you mean? There are some songs when I hear them going, I just look at my wife and go, "I'm going to stop talking now, <laughs> so we can both enjoy this." Yeah, yeah that's but, one of those things, Mike. Yeah. Any comments on this song? You just no, sitting there nothing. staring at us like we're. <laughs> no, I was never super familiar with it. Like, yeah, I, and this is another. Nothing, there's nothing wrong with the song, but like, you know, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've heard it in the yeah. past, but I never really, yeah. just never and registered. I think, I think this band had again another like one hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. They I were, think like, they, they may have had another one, but it never got as big. It, probably and like then, a 104.3 band again. Well, yeah, yeah. K Rock. <laughs> you keep saying 104.3, but I know I don't know why I never listened to K Rock. Yeah, that's, that's very weird. It was just, but uh, but this, uh, if I remember correctly, these guys are still around too. I think so. They just, you know, they just play. And you know they closed the set with this, you up, know. Up until a few, up until a few years ago, until their guitars died, Sponge was still very active too. Yeah, and they just—I don't know they if they played, have been uh, since. Um, Blackthorn a while back, I think. Yeah, who? Sponge. Sponge. Oh yeah, All yeah. Right. I couldn't I mean, go because like I had to work, but yeah, like, yeah. I was very excited. And by this point, like eight, nine years ago, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But huh. so let's go to the next song. Angsty Mike for the win. Actually, this is Angsty this was, Dave. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, oh, I but thought see, it was see, he knows because this is an Angsty Mike song. It is. Holy and crap! Everybody oh. was angsty. Oh, this is this is angry. This is angry. This is angry teenager years. Yeah. This not even teenager. This is uh, was it teenager? What, what, what year did it come out? For him, it would be teenager. Yeah, it was teenage. For this ninety six. No, this was earlier. This was ninety five. This was before Pretty Hate Machine. So I was no, say, no, not Pretty Hate Machine. I'm sorry, Downward Spiral. Yes, yeah. So before Downward Spiral, Downward Spiral was ninety ninety seven four. So this was ninety three ninety four. I saw. Right, so I was a teenager. Yeah, All right. so I saw Nine Inch Nails on that tour when I was still in high school. Yeah. So, so I'm going to tell you this. Um, there's a lot to this album. Yeah. Uh, that I did not know until I started looking it up. You know, there's videos for every song. I think I did know and that. And it's almost a snuff film. It's so yes. perverse. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was, a lot of it was never released. Parts and, of it were released as ter- um, Terrible Lie. Not Terrible Lie. Uh, Wish and... Pinion? Pinion yeah. and Happiness and Slavery. Yeah. The rest of it is too graphic for any streaming service. Uh-huh. And it's two hours long. Yeah. Yeesh. It's movie length. Well, the greatest thing about Nine Inch Nails is that there was so much, 
like what I liked is there was a reverse to this album. This was broken. Mm-hmm. There, there was, was fixed. a fixed. The remixes. Right. And then there was, uh, uh, you know, da- the downward spiral and then further down the spiral. There was always a, a that, and, and then there was the bootlegs. Have you ever heard yes. the Rusty Nails? Yes. No. It's rem- It's people made them. I don't know who it is. I, I don't know if it's the same DJ, but there's like, Rust- I think it goes up to three. My favorite is Rusty Nails 2, I believe. And they're all remixes of Nine Inch Nails And they, they, they mesh into each other and some of them mix in. And- so good. So good, and they're like forty-five minutes long. And I found them, by the way, because mm-hmm. uh, you can't find them anywhere. They're hard to find. They're hard to hard find. To... But I found somebody who put them on a uh, this this app, Mix Mixology, or some some app. I have it. I'll show you after this. But I found Rusty Nails too, and I listened to it on the way home, and I got chills the whole time. I actually in in listening to this, I listen to it on YouTube Music, and as it pops up, sometimes videos pop in between. Yeah, and one of the videos that popped in between was a live show from this year. Uh huh. Of them playing Terrible Lie uh-huh. live with a real drummer. Oh, the drum cam? Yes. Uh-huh. That showed up on mine, too. Yeah. And the funny thing is that was actually, like, I was all into Nine Inch Nails when Downward Spiral yeah. uh, first came out, whatever. Then I saw them live. I'm like, okay, this is cool. But, again, you know my thing with the electronics and yeah. everything else. I, I want to see a band. Yeah. I don't want to see... Well, wasn't it a band when they... I never saw Nine Inch Nails live. It was. It was, but it but wasn't. But there was a lot of loops. And it was just like one of those things, like the spot where we were standing, where we were sitting, because it was at Madison Square Garden, like you could see the side of the stage, yeah. and you just saw racks of sequencers running. Uh, there's no... Really? I don't think he's using a lot of sequencing no, now. Like, yeah. he wasn't touching a guitar right. with the songs. Right. Like, he's that playing video you're now. talking about, he's playing guitar. Yeah. He has a real drummer. He had a drummer then, yeah. but it was more like he had all the stuff going on, and the drummer's just playing along to it, accenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The video he's talking show. about is more the Neil Peart school of drumming, where he's doing all the stuff, but he's hitting the triggers to trigger the thing yeah. for this and this. Yeah. So it's more to me, it's more organic that mm. way. And I am not a big fan of electronic music in general. Same. There is something about the way he programs yes. music, the sequences he uses, the tones that he mm-hmm. uses that are so it's very much him. It's dark. Also, the rhythms that he uses. Like, if you go back to Pretty Hate Machine, there's a lot of Latin rhythms yes. uh-huh. in and that. We've, we've talked about the Latin influence on, yeah. on hard rock and heavy yeah. metal. and Which is the funny thing, because, you know, I had the tape, and I had the tape for down, uh, Pretty Hate Machine, whatever, and I don't know how it happened. My grandmother got a hold of it, and she's like, oh, this is cool. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. That's, I think that's a good recommendation yeah. anytime. I know, but I was just like, uh, do you really realize what the guy's singing about? <laughs> do you really want to explain it to her? No. No, just enjoy the moment. Yeah, um, yeah I, I love Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Um, it, 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 just the lyrics. <laughs> I want to say a lyric, but I don't want to say no, it. No, say it. Go no. No, no. From this song? Yeah. Go ahead. But I, I don't know. He talks about... Uh, um, uh, you think I'm having all the fun? You know me. I hate everyone. Holy shit! Yeah, that not that one. But I there was, the there was another one, huh? The one that ends with fist fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. Please don't fist fuck each other. It's not safe. You, it, and don't put a plastic bag over your head when please. you're doing it either. Please. No, no jokes or baiting, nor sitting on things made out of glass. <laughs> Oi! Uh, light bulbs. Uh, once they go in, they can't come out without one, surgical intervention. And microphones one, are only meant to be spoken into. One man, one jar. Yeah. Uh, nobody oh. wants it. Nobody wants a glass ass situation. Oh. Yeah. And on anyway, that note. <laughs> we're gonna move on to the next song for safety's sake, "Empire" by Queensrÿche. 
Waiting for the hatred from Actually, no. I love this entire album. <laughs> yes. My was, only yeah. complaint. Oh, okay. Because I picked this song. Is it's not another rainy night. Okay. But I'll, I'll give you that. I do love this song. The 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 part in the middle where he talks about uh, the fiscal government, year, the fiscal it, year, yeah. nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could do without that. I know. But it's part of the song. It's part of the time. It's I see also what he part of the content towards. of the song. Yes. Because it's saying that the America is just another big empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's being controlled. Yeah. Um, this was the only the only Queensryche, al- Queensryche album I ever bought. Uh, and I, I liked it. Uh, and then and then after this, I never, you know, I listened to Mindcrime, but I never got into them. But I have nothing against them. I, I was super into Operation Mindcrime when I finally mm-hmm. heard it. I heard it Same late. here. Yeah. This I loved. Yeah. Um, they fell off in the 2000s with Q2K. Actually, they fell off before that. Well, they, they fell off in the um, here mid- in the now frontier. Um, here, yeah, here in the now. Fr- no, even bef- even um, oh, no, what was the one? Okay, no, that is here. The here in the now frontier. I'm sorry, I didn't I mind thinking. that one. Q2K had moments. The slower stuff I liked. Yeah, Promised Land was decent. It was okay. And then when they switched singers to Todd uh, Todd Latore from Crimson. I hate that it rhymes. I know. Todd LaTorre from Clim- uh, Crimson Glory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he switched from drums to vocals and mm. took over vocals full time for Queensryche. It changed and it was yeah. really good. Uh, well, but the- this song is very indicative of their style in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is, I don't know if you know this, but they pissed off um, the guys who made the book, The Encyclopedia of Heavy Metal. Have you ever seen The Encyclopedia no. of Heavy Metal? It was released in the 2000s. Okay. So. They decided the the Encyclopedia of Heavy Metal was doing research and the they were being brushed. They were trying to get Queensrÿche to give a comment or something, mm-hmm. and they were brushing them off. And they like, oh, you know what? Jeff Tate's like, we're not heavy metal. Queensrÿche yeah. was playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not heavy metal. We're yeah. progressive uh, rock music. All right. And they said, okay. So they put the picture of him in in the book. Yeah, is him in boom boom shorts hitting a tambourine on his ass. <laughs> it's his own fault for dressing mm-hmm. like that and doing it. Right. But they, that's what they did to him. Uh-huh. And it's only because of his bad attitude. Yeah. And a lot of stuff with Queensryche is due to Jeff Tate's bad attitude. Bad attitude, yeah. A lot of A lot of issues. what happened with Ronnie James Dio's stars with uh-huh. him, why he's only in for like three seconds, yeah. is because of his attitude. He came in with the rock star attitude, and Ronnie's mm-hmm. like, maybe you pull, pull it back by. a little. Yeah. And when Ronnie huh. says, pull it back, right. pull it back. He listen. Yeah. yeah. He didn't listen. Yeah. Paul Shortino had more time, and he's in Rough Cut from Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> He had more sound time than than uh, Jeff Tate. Yeah, there's not much to say about about Queensrÿche other than that's some high vocals when he when he Solid screams. Musicianship. This song this song is pretty awesome. Yeah, another rainy night is better. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you say. No, no, it, no, it is. But I went with this the, is what you felt. Yeah, and I is get, that a I song that. on the album? Because I don't yes. remember that song, and yeah. all I could think of is I love a rainy night when you say that. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> it's much better. Then I love a I love a rainy, rainy night. night. Yeah, no, it's way better than yeah, that. Yeah, it's way better than that. God, I hate I you I think I heard so that much. this morning on the freaking Yacht Rock station. Okay, now this is this is something I want to talk about. Uh, Somebody to Shove by Soul Asylum. Yes. This isn't uh, Misery. What? This isn't the song Misery. What Soul about? Asylum had a song called Misery. Yeah. I prefer that song to this. Oh. oh. Well, this and is... Whatever, whatever song they had where all the missing children was that Runaway, Runaway Train? Runaway Train, Train. Yeah. That also was way better, even though it's depressing as fuck. Well, but this, this is... I told you. I know. My first impression of, of bands. Yeah. This is actually a, a really interesting first impression because it sounds nothing like anything else. Right. That they did. Right, that they did after, afterwards. Yeah. Um, 
But this reminds me of walking through the halls in high school. Because... You're uh, throwing kids into the lockers? No. Oh. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know I don't know locker? why, but it, it reminds me of walking past the gyms. You know, because they had a guy's, a boy's gym and a, and a girl's Three gym. Three guys named Jim? Yeah. And uh, for some reason, it, it just reminds me of that. I must have heard it on my Walkman as I was walking to class or something like that for the first time. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking and about. And it's like, it's like I, that image is in my head when I hear this song. And uh, and it just sticks with me. It just reminds me of high school. And, and, and I never bought the album, mm-hmm. you know. I, I never listened to them um, on purpose. <laughs> no, I, I but, know what you mean. It's like it's kind of like when I was putting my list together with this. Sorry, yeah. to hijack you on it. No, no, go ahead. But um, it was um, oh my god, uh, I think it was like uh, the Offspring. Okay, uh, come out and play. Yeah, I don't know that when I thought '90s, that song popped into my head. Yeah, I never listened to them. Yeah, I didn't like it at the time. Right, right. But I went back and I listened to them like. Oh, this is actually kind of cool. Saw them live a few years ago. Yeah. They fucking blew me away. Yeah, but but it's a, blew it's a, me away. But it's the same thing like you with this. Like I remember hanging out on Francis Lewis right, Boulevard that one, yeah. with Matt Zubieski and John Lagargo. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that being on the radio and this and that and all. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's one of those things that just sticks in the back. Yeah, of the head. yeah. It's that it's that one scene. It's that it's that one. Uh, I see something must have happened to make that stick. I don't yeah. remember what it was, but that one scene plays in my head when I hear the song. I get that. I, yeah. The for me, um, Plowed by Sponge has that uh, trips to Hershey Park with my, my school used to yeah. do a trip to Hershey Park every year in the spring. Yeah, and that bus ride, I wasn't even supposed to have a Walkman with me at the time. Yeah, and I was listening to that. Well, I'm sure in I school I wasn't supposed to have one either, but mm-hmm. you know. And then um, Alanis Morissette, we I talked about the trips to and from school. With the Walkman that the, as the batteries, the batteries died and slowed down, so this turned into doom metal. <laughs> oh, she turned into Barry White. Oh no, she turned into straight up like <laughs> demon. The band Sleep just. <laughs> I fucking loved it. Um, yeah, and now we're gonna ha- we're about to make Noogie a little mad. We're Why? about to start throwing things at him. Uh, it's no, this is this is a me pick. Scream by Michael Jackson. Uh, that was yours. That's yes. mine. I got confused. No, this, that sorry. was not mine. Okay. So, everybody likes Michael Jackson at some point. I do. Apparently, yes. you don't like this. Apparently, you don't like this. No. I really like this song. No. Also, it's, I'll, I'll, Janet okay. Jackson was yes, in this. She's on it. Here's the and, thing. No, on it. She was in the video, well, I, and I think that was when I became a man. <laughs> no cable. Never saw the video. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Two. The music on it. Go ahead. To me... Hits me like a bad remix of Rhythm Nation. Okay, I, and I I'll, here's, here's my other here's my other complaint. Michael Jackson screaming sounds yeah. like he's in pain. Well, he probably was. <laughs> no, but I swear they sampled him on this song from when he it was set on Sa- fire. No, <laughs> <laughs> for South Park, <laughs> they probably did. The come on it. <laughs> But probably, but yeah, the, the 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 part that's supposed to be a scream, yeah, it's not. No, that's a whale name, of pain. You name, you name, dude, and I don't. Here's what I don't understand. You're right. You're you're naming the song "Scream." Get it? Make him scream until you get it right. It sounds like the you know. Did you ever watch the making of Thriller? Yes. The one part that sticks out in my head is when they tell him that he's hurting when he's turning into the werewolf, and he goes, ah! and I'm well, like. That's the problem. That that's what he not, sounds like when he screams. See, yeah, and they didn't want to use that. But that's what I'm saying is that the scream is like him going, ah, and I'm like, 
That is not a scream. Just remember, he doesn't remember what he sounds like when he screams because every time he screamed, he was being beaten by his dad. And oh, he blocked geez, it out. Here we go. But, <laughs> but the funny thing but, is that the rest Joe of the song, Jackson, the, re- the rest first of- man to successfully beat the black off his child. <laughs> the rest of the song is not terrible. The, you know, the bad, it just sounds like a bad remix to me. It's yeah. like even musically. Well, we're beating it Dave just up pretty good. Sounds- I actually don't mind. I really, I'm not 100% familiar what this sounds like. Yeah. With the mute button in the corner on Because <laughs> I just used to stare at this. Going, I don't know what I'm feeling, but I know I have to do something about it. Urgently. Please don't choke yourself while masturbating. <laughs> to Janet Jackson. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, this this is definitely one of those coming-of-age stories, yeah. and I'm not going to make the obvious joke, but just seeing her and hearing... I love her voice. Yeah. Uh, there's very few times I've heard her voice and thought, thought this sucks. What her, year was this? Oh, 95, 96? Was this late? Yeah. It was later. Oh, man. But her voice is still... It's still her voice. Yeah. And there's something about the tone of her voice that gets me. Uh-huh. And if I could have picked something from her solo album... From uh, I think it's anytime, any place. Yeah, I would have. Why but, didn't uh, you? I just I I thought like this is this is the moment watching video music box. So this. <laughs> oh, the all first right. Time yeah, like, I got gotcha. you. I huh. think I'm a man now. I, think- <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't help it. And I guess that's a weird thing, but there it is. <laughs> now you guys know that you can't unknow it. <laughs> uh, now we're gonna talk about "Cure Me or Kill Me" by Gilby Clark. Yes. Now Gilby Clark's the guitarist for Guns N' Roses. He right? was the. F- he was the Izzy Stradlin's replacement. Okay, he... I don't think he ever recorded with Guns N' Roses. Really? But he was because no, Izzy played on Use Your Illusion one and two. Yeah, and then he left, and then Gilby Clark came in. Oh, so the there was tour? no albums afterwards. Um, there was oh, Chinese no, 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 Chinese no, the, the spig- no. There was uh, the spaghetti incident or something like that. I want to say <laughs> that had. Did their... you hear what he fucking said? <laughs> no, he said Chinese. It's arithmetic. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Racist. <laughs> what the hell are you thinking? No, I don't know. The spaghetti incident. What? what yeah, the spaghetti was. incident was the one where they did the cover. It was a put the covers on it. It was co- knocking on heaven's door and shit like that. No, knocking on heaven's door was use your illusions. Um, spaghetti incident was like the, if I Mr. Brownstone you, and that no, stuff. No, that's earlier. If that's I don't have you. Uh, they also did uh, Sympathy for the Devil from the Stones. And yeah, that. This, I'd never liked Guns N' Roses okay. to that extent. Yeah. To he, listen to them on purpose. Not yeah. even not even Appetite for Destruction? Nope. That fucking album changed music, dude. Yeah. I know it changed music, but... You, you know may what? not like it, but it that did. fucking album changed music. I'm not music. saying that they're bad, they're bad musicians. I'm <laughs> not saying that they don't have a... They don't... De- I'm not saying they don't deserve their etching in the Rock and Roll yeah. Hall of Fame. Their etching in, in musicians' history... Axl Rose is a phenomenal singer. Well, was a phenomenal singer. Uh-huh. Slash, he's a he's a, a guitar hero. Literally, he's in Guitar Hero. Yeah. Um, Duff, Duff solid is one of player. the most solid bass players in rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, when I talked about the the rock honors with um, is it honoring Hart, and he played on half of the songs with Allison Chains and Gretchen Wilson and and Anna Nancy Wilson. Yeah, he's the reason it sounds so solid in the background. Him and the drummer. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah. There's a very solid reason. But I don't like them. Yeah. I, I, like, yeah. I actually, and this is something I say about Ozzy's, uh, the last album that had uh, Slash and, I think it was Slash, no, Slash and Duff oh. and Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. I don't like their styles 
with Ozzy's voice. And I know you're not a huge Ozzy fan. I've completely tapped out on I know. Uh-huh. And and I tapped out because of that. Because up until then, that last album, Scream, that I felt was supposed to be the end of his career. Yeah. After that, they put out this album with Slash, Duff, and um, Chad Smith. And it felt like he was working with a, a cover band. Uh-huh. And their styles don't match at all. And uh, obviously, Slash and Duff work well together. They're Velvet Revolver. And and obviously Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. I love Velvet Revolver. I think I don't like Slash's voice for the style, but they have their they have their their pillar. Slash's voice? You mean Axel's uh, voice? Axel's voice. Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I, 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 I got confused too. I hate. I was like, did I miss something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't like Sla- uh, Slash's voice. I don't like his speaking voice, but yeah. that's a different yeah. problem. Um, Slash's solo band, Miles with Miles Kennedy. Uh-huh. Awesome. It's, I think it's just Axel. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. Uh, and also, hindsight twenty twenty, the baggage that came with Axel, with his attitude and all the problems that oh, he yeah. had, yeah, and the riot that he started, yes. and the throwing things at this, and diving at this person. Yeah. And well, the throwing else. things he apologized for immediately. He's like, "Oh my god, I fucked up." Now, yes, now back then he was just a dick, yeah. but now is you know yeah. he's eighty years old. I don't know yeah. how old he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but he's thrown uh, a lot. Yeah, but back to this song. The reason that I had thrown this one on there is, like I said, I was never a big fan of the grunge scene uh-huh. and all that. While everybody I knew was listening to Pearl Jam and this and that, I would go back and I was listening to Rat and I was listening to this, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And I saw you shaking your head. No, there's <laughs> oh, no <okay>. disagreement. <laughs> Actually, I've come to start to listen to Rat a little more open-mindedly yeah. now. Uh, back then, it was just another hair it, band. Yeah. But they're not. But they, like, some of those hair, like, the, that era of bands that I was into, like, Rat, like, Shotgun Messiah, um, stuff like that, they had, like, when we were talking about the, like, what? <laughs> Please don't shoot yourself. No, it, it's it's the name of a band. I know, it's the yes. name of a band. I know. The, bass, the, the singer ended up playing bass for Manson later on. Who's the singer? Uh, Tim Scold. Oh, okay. One uh, of the many bassists for Marilyn Manson, because yeah. that band changed changed hands so many yeah. times but um like this was like it was one of those things that it came out it was on the radio yeah and it was almost like a throwback to the stuff that was popular five six years earlier mm. and i was like okay this is my kind of music this is what i'm into that's why this is hard made, rock. It, it's just straight ahead hard rock it's got that little like that little dirty edge to it it's not yeah it's not clean cut you, you know what i mean it's not but i think that's what up hard rock's studio. supposed to sound like yeah, true. Well, it's the same thing I told you about, uh, like liking punk. It's this, it's yeah. the, it's the unproduced part of it. You know, once you start getting, oh, you know, like I bring it up all the time. It's the it, you play those grand things for me, and I'm like, oh my god, it, it just sounds like a, it sounds like a, an epic. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I, I do like epic stuff. I, yeah, that, it, it's funny. Like I'm in the same boat because when it comes to stuff like Rush, Dream Theater, yeah. Spock's Beard, Flower Kings, Genesis, it's like old genesis yeah it's this whole it's big, big yeah, it's like a fucking yeah. wall of sound beating you over the head with yeah. a pile of bricks but when i get to my rock stuff i want it to have that little bit of right. sleaze to yeah it. yeah i want it to have an actual guitar solo mm-hmm. which a lot of stuff in the 90s lost yeah and stuff like that i think that's why i like sponge because they have that that grit yeah they have that grit and that style through everything they did even the slower stuff has the i call it the texas sound but it's really like a like a midwest sound uh uh-huh. It's really just it's 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 that flow. Yeah, they've they've got solos. They have they have the the. 
I, I really call it the I call it the Texas sound because it's like just bordering on country guitar, but still with that grit of heavy uh, hard rock, not mm. heavy metal. And this I Gilby Clark I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew of his name, but I didn't know his place in yeah. Guns N' Roses. Yeah, but he he definitely got in there. There are so many members of Guns N' Roses after. Um, the well, spaghetti at that incident. point, they were all just freaking hired guns. Except for, well, Buckethead and... He was a hired gun. Bumblefoot. Hired gun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and everyone else, because mm-hmm. who remembers who else was in there until the band reformed, mm-hmm. and then Axel joined ACDC, and now I don't know what the hell's going Although on. Although the funny thing is, when he was with ACDC, all his attitude and lateness and everything, gone. Yeah. We window. talked about this. Yes, we did. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, that's right. They were not going to put up with any of that bullshit. Yeah. I didn't remember if you guys talked about it here or I talked to one of you guys See, about they, it. That's, yeah, that's no. my life now. Yeah, yeah they had they they had no... I, I know they have no tolerance for that kind of bullshit because yeah. they've been around way longer mm-hmm. and they earned it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Brian Johnson, he may have drank and done whatever, but he walked up to that stage on time and ready right. to go. Yep. Right, right. Yeah, so... I like it. I can't. I can't knock it too much. And now for the next one, who picked "Blind by Corn"? Me. I know. <laughs> Everyone thought it was me. Why? Because I like. Bass. I, I like their first two albums. I same here. Yeah. I like their first album. Uh, first three. I'll say three. I, I, I would say first two. Well, I, me, me too. Yeah. One and a half. Me too. Yeah. Because I fell off once. The first one. This was blew me away. Little, well, the first the one. First one. Oh, sorry, was sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Second was a little. Yeah. Hit and miss. Which was the one where they covered "Word Up" on? That was the third. Oh, third? I was gone third or fourth? I was, okay. I was gone by then. I heard it on the radio. Yeah. I heard it somewhere, and I was just like, no, what this, the fuck? This first, this this song, first song on the album, obviously. The first mm-hmm. time you heard corn. And the first time you heard corn, and that just that beginning. All it takes is that beginning. Well, it has it has one of the things that has become, for especially for new metal, a standard, which was the... Five and six string bass. The five and six string bass, and the... And, uh, down to eight, eight string, uh, seven string guitars, guitars. Uh-huh. and the eight oh eight drum hit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that eight oh eight drum drop. That uh-huh. boom. Yeah, that is so indicative of of that type of metal. Right. But not even that. Just that the, just the 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 ride and the, mm-hmm. you didn't know where the fuck it was going. And now they and, then, and then it comes in and you're just like it literally. Are you ready? Yep. He was just saying, yep, here we go. Here we go. And it Hold and then it butthole. hits you. You told about the wall of sound. Yeah. That hits you with a wall, and I'm like. Holy! You did that was again another th- type of music where you heard you uh, a song, and, was, and it changed the style. You're like, what the? That was the what birth the of new metal. Actual that, fuck is this? That yeah. was that was the we talked about rap rock before, but that is new metal. That yeah. was the day, yeah yeah like the day that came out. That was like oh we have a whole new style yeah. here, mm-hmm. and that they, was the big bang. That that start was yeah. the it look it, it started it yeah. and then and then we got uh, limp biscuit and we all started regretting having no <laughs> um yeah i i have a very big love relationship with the first two albums yeah cuz they were just they were they're not all they're not all amazing songs uh, a lot of it is now controversial because of the uh, the subject matter the subject and the, right, and the, and the titles yeah yeah um actually in the first album on one of their songs they're talking about playing twist Yes. He's like, yes. Oh, we should put twist on this, and that's the next yeah. album. They yeah, that was on the second the next album. Yeah. That one song you're talking about, though, is a clown. I think that's. No, the the one the one with the bad word. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, it was it's wrong. Yeah. Clown was the one that that talks about twist. Yeah. Yeah. But that song itself, he's saying it. 
but you can hear the pain in his voice yes. saying it. of because, being called that. Right. Yeah. It's not. They're not using the word as an derogatory. In a right. derogatory word. Right. It's like this it's, is what this you're is what call- you called me. This is what you're calling me. So right. If you listen, if you listen to interviews about it, he does say it's like we change the lettering because that's how people say it, not how mm-hmm. I. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. But it, it's just it, 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 it's it those songs. Because then it became freak on a leash, and it's like, dang, you know, it got yeah, like kind of like dancey. Well, yeah, and I was like, hey. It almost got, we've all heard. It got uh, glamorized. They, by, they turned it to mall rock. Yeah. I actually felt like, you ever heard Lowrider by War? Yeah. yeah. It's oh. That, it's, but, but it's that, like, they were trying to go that way. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were trying to get that style while doing their own thing. Right. Not, not necessarily doing it good. Uh-huh. But when you listen to, like, Adidas. Yeah. And... We all heard that as kids. Oh, it's all day dream about sex. Yeah, which not what Adidas means, right? Have I have I mentioned this before? I don't know. Have you? Okay, heard? so um, Adidas was founded in Nazi Germany. I think you have yes. said this, but go ahead. I um, two brothers. Two no, bro- no, it was a father, and then he left it to the two brothers, and they split the. Co- it was what, Adidas and Puma. Adidas and Puma. Adidas actually is short for Adi Dossler. Okay. Uh, Adolf Dossler is the founder of Adidas. Okay. Um, they made footwear for the Reichstag. Oh. Um, Puma also made footwear for the Reichstag, so right. neither one of them are innocent. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, these guys were founded in Nazi huh. Germany. All right. Oh, so was Fanta. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a... Uh, Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Yeah. Hugo Boss. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Enjoy your stuff, people. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to ruin so, everything for so you today. So when Kanye <laughs> got dropped from Adidas for saying <laughs> stuff... Really, I was like, huh. I'm surprised they took a stance on this. <laughs> Actually, for me, it was the other way around. I was like, I'm surprised they waited this long to take a stand on it just because of, of the their history. history yeah. yeah, but yeah, um, Blind by Corn and that first album was such a yeah. It was a game changer. Yeah, it's like when we think about um, Smells Like Teen Spirit for Nirvana. Right. They're the ones that burst onto the scene mm-hmm. and changed everything. Mm-hmm. Um, ACDC changed a lot of music even though they were very much a straightforward rock band there weren't a lot of bands out there doing that right no. rush the, rush the, was progressive <laughs> they were the progressive guys yeah well they they actually started more like a blues mm-hmm. did a they blues band yeah. and that's when we talk about judas priest yeah. the guys who started oh, God. the guys well, who yeah. started modern yeah. leather a heavy, heavy metal. metal well yeah. neil peart wasn't the original drummer for rush Really? It was uh, John Rootsy. And... I was going to make up a name. Yeah. And he played on the first... <laughs> you could have said John Rootsy, and I would have been like, okay. Yeah, no, he played, on the first, uh, he played on the first album, but yeah. I, I don't I don't think he toured. And then, for whatever reason, like he was having health issues, so he wasn't able to go on the road yeah. and do everything, and they had auditions, and Neil Peart came in, and he just took them... Holy like Because they were like a straight-ahead blues rock band. Right. Like, um, like I'm... like. It feels like they're like, a, like almost like I don't want to say like a Led Zeppelin light, but uh-huh. you know like that style. Right. And then he came in, and then it was like, woof, yeah, completely yeah, different. Yeah. Well, sometimes a single member change changes now, the imagine, direction of music. Imagine if he didn't try out or he didn't get the job, right? Would he be nowhere? Would he be one of those guys who were great and just never made it? Or would he have found another band and built I don't something? Know. You know, it's, it's I, so weird. He actually, if I, re- it's so long that. I can correct me on this, but it's so long since I've like read this biography and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I know he started playing drums. He was living in Canada. He moved to England for a while. Yeah, tried it out over there, and it didn't work out. And he came back, and I think he was kind of just he gave up on being in the big 
again, I'm ninety nine percent of the time I'm going to be wrong with this, right? But he probably like he was whatever, and then he hooked up with these guys, and it just snowballed from there. Mm-hmm. Well, because when you think some about... station in like uh, in like Cleveland or something like that picked up one of their songs and yeah. just played it, and then people wanted to hear it, and then it just rolled from there. See, um, when it comes to what if a member of a band didn't go that way? Right. Would they become famous? We know bands that that happened to. Yeah. Uh, Tony Iommi. Tony Iommi was supposed to join Deep Purple. Yeah. And then slice the tips of his fingers off and had to learn how to play guitar all over again. They yeah. left without him, got famous on their own, and he founded Black Sabbath. Yeah, Les Claypool. Les Claypool. I, what did he... What was he he, he tried out for Metallica. Everybody tried out for Metallica at one point. But then now he's in Primus. Yes. He started Primus. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He could have been in Metallica, According but he's to still... Hulk Hogan, he tried out for Metallica, too. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lars called him up. Yeah. Oh, God. And, I, and, Hulk, and Hulk Hogan also missed out on the uh, Hulk Hogan uh, grill. The Hulk Hogan grill instead of the George Foreman instead grill. Instead of the George Foreman grill. But he's, 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 like a, he's like a pathological liar, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, God. One it's, day I'm going to play the lies of Hulk Hogan It's fucking hysterical. For you. Oh, yeah. it's, it's hysterical. Anyway, so... Corn. Yeah. So, Corn. Okay. Three drummers they've had in their entire career. The, Dave Silvera. Silvera. Uh, Terry Bozio. I forgot about Terry that. Bozio. Isn't that Hulk Hogan? No. <laughs> That's Terry, Terry Bollea. Bollea. <laughs> uh, Terry Bozio, and now they have... Uh, oh, my God. Ray Luzier. Thank you. Uh, they've had two bassists, uh-huh. uh, Fieldy, mm-hmm. and Ryan Martini from Mudvayne. Okay. Ryan Martini, the Berber Ding guy. <laughs> I swear I, to God, I love that know. song, by the way. I Dig, do, too. Dig is awesome. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of good stuff in the first two albums. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of complaints about their later stuff and hell yeah. But um, Ryan Martini is a very much classically trained instrument player. Uh-huh. And he, you you get him to play, he just plays. Yeah. He's one of those guys, body paint. He's well, you know, ripped and plays. Super talented. And he played it, he played it his way when yeah. he played it live. They didn't record with him because mm-hmm. Fieldy came back. And I think they had another guitarist when Brian Head yeah. uh, left. And I forget who it was. I have no and idea. then he came I, back. I was I fell off from the <laughs> the only person to never rejoin the band was Dave Silvera yeah and he's in another band now so he doesn't give a shit and the drummer they have now Ray Luzier is a fucking animal yeah. yes he plays animal. with KXM yes KXM is um like one of those like super group kind of things okay they I don't think they've ever played a live show but they have like three albums out I yeah. think who's in it and uh, uh, George Lynch of Lynch Mob yeah. and um Dokken on guitar right. and um Doug, Doug Pinnock. Pinnock of King's X on bass and oh, vocals okay. and, and I've and drums and I've seen vit, like drum clinic stuff of uh, Ray Luzier playing corn songs yeah so different yeah so much better oh my god it's a different he plays a completely different style of drum yeah, yeah. it's it's really awesome and to round out corn, they're still going. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but take a listen if you like them. Add them to the collection. If not, you try. Show it. them to somebody else. <laughs> so now the last song. Now I I expected somebody to hate me for this. That was yours. Move it like this is K7. Yes, this I is. Thought it was yours. Nope. nope. I hate that he did this because I, I don't hate get, it. Did I get it to it first? No, I just. When I thought 90s, and this is just dumb me, these are the songs that popped into my head. The high school kind of, but I never thought of the dancey kind of rappy stuff. 
which I did in in previous lists. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't remember when we picked the nineties. But but yeah, this this played, and I went, "You son of a bitch!" And it wasn't a bad son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. It was, damn. And I listened to this song probably five times in a row. It's so good because I could have went TKA. Now I could. You're the only one who knows that. I think what that K seven comes from TKA. Yes. So Mary Jane knows him. Okay, so K seven is actually one guy. Yes. Uh, he was a member of TKA. TKA had a hit in. The, uh, they had not, a couple of hits. Well, they had more than one hit. But little little fact: the first live show I ever went to when I was fifteen was TKA. My first live concert was TKA at Avante's on Bell Boulevard. Raw, raw. <laughs> I know. So TKA. It was a teen that I was had fifteen. Louder or was than it love. Camouflage. Huh? No, it was Avante's. So TKA had louder than love, and I think two Maria. others. Maria. Maria, that's right. I am. This Fuck. is the Puerto Rican in me. God damn it! I, I'm gonna go on my way home. I'm gonna be listening to that. I could point the, at the, the house that I heard this BQE. in. BQE because it was <laughs> the neighbors two across and four down. Yeah. They and the block parties, they'd set up the big speakers and they'd play music. Yeah, and TKA was always part of that. Right, and then when K Seven yeah. came out, everybody's heard a K Seven song. They don't realize they have. Right, come baby, come, come baby, come. From uh, most recently, the Suicide Squad, the first one, uh, the elevator fight with uh, Harley Quinn. The entire scene is done to her beating the shit out of people to come baby, come. Is it, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And by the way, Suicide Squad, there was a. 21 Pilots song in there. And you said you hated them. I do. Heathens. I do hate them. What? Heathens. Oh, good. That was 21 Pilots. Good. I hope they fell into hell. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> so, K7 was a, a 90s freestyle. There's a lot of singing. Yeah. This is less singing, except for the, the, the midsection and the end. Yeah. And that's when you actually hear who it is, because he's actually singing instead of basically rapping before yeah. that. This this is one of those music videos. I think it was part of my sexual awakening because <laughs> this is another video music box. Come baby, come in this. Yeah, you're just sitting there staring at the screen, <laughs> mouth agape, going, "I don't know what I'm feeling. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm feeling." Yeah, and I just it's stuck in my head forever. Yeah, I can't complain about. I this love at this all. song more than Come Baby Come, and even though the yes, obvious, it's a much better song, and even though the obvious innuendo is there, yeah, this is better. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I would, I would, this is one of those I'll die on the hill that this yeah. is a better song. Oh, no. It's so good. How'd you feel about it, Mike? Eh. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. This is, like, this, I said, yeah, it's out of your, this yeah. Is, this is out of my wheelhouse. The only thing I was like, was this one of those songs they played at Breffany's when we used to go? Probably. Yeah, that, that's the first yeah. thing I, that's the first thing I thought of when yeah. I heard it. I was like, oh, Ooh, we could do, we could do just a, a, a 90s club day. Uh, yeah, we uh, could. 90s club, 80s freestyle. Oh, We're, man. We have... Whatever time we have left in the universe <laughs> to keep do doing this. this, I don't. I have no set record on this. Michael, join us when he feels like. Yeah, the door is always open because you've been. Thank you, gentlemen. You, you're the reason this started. You brought me and Mike together, <laughs> and he All said to me, "You should dice. start a podcast." And I went, uh, "Yes, yes, because yes. I don't believe in half measures." <laughs> I forget where that comes. There's a there's there's a person who says no half measures. Yes, there is. I don't know who. And it is, I though. forget who it was. And when I heard it, I'm like, you can't do anything halfway. Yeah. And I know do or do not. There is no try in <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. But it, it's been a very big part of my life to when I say I want to do something, I try to do it, and you know, succeed or fail, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And this and has been fun. This, this has is been uh... fun. And I don't at at this point, I don't care 
just sitting across from you and sitting across from you. I've always had fun talking to you. Uh-huh. And more recently, we've had a blast doing this. Yeah, and I yeah. want to keep this going. Yeah. Find weird new topics. We'll find yeah. songs we hate to bring to each Ooh. other. Yeah, we'll do a hate hate. <laughs> now, hate hate that I I put stuff that you would hate or you or I put stuff that I hate that you. You put stuff that you hate. You put stuff no, that I no, hate. That, that's uh. like freaking masochistic. You know, I, just, I, I honestly think that a little bit of self torture will bring out the best yeah. in us. Yeah. It would make it, imagine that. Please don't hurt yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but imagine, imagine us just yelling at ourselves. I hated that I put this on the list. I'm an idiot. What did I think? <laughs> I, had I'm to, so I had to listen to this song over and over again. <laughs> I've told you what happens when I do something stupid what? on my own. What? I'll be like, ah. And somebody go, what's the matter? I'm going, I'm stupid. <laughs> and they're like, stop it. I'm like, shut up. I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, and on that note, 90s style has been completed. That's it. Uh, we hope to hear more from you guys. Uh, we have the website, which yep. is hitthestagepodcast.com. And you can catch us on Instagram. Uh, I am basher.exe. I am nugs29. And we also have Hit the Stage Podcast That's Instagram. Right. It's on the website if you go down, uh, I think on the first page. Main it, page, it, scroll down. It'll show you the, the, the most recent um, Instagrams. Uh, Tell your friends. Tell people. Uh, tell people about us. Let's uh, let's grow this thing a little spread bit. Spread the love. Yeah, man. Please don't spread the love on public places. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at you, Mike. <laughs> what a man, another man, and two chickens do in their privacy is their own deal. But I'm watching you. <laughs> chickens. <laughs> Cats. Yes. <That's> Go ahead. <laughs> well, the band was Unlucky Fried Kittens. It was. Yes. Thanks. Was, 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 wait, were you, who, who did I, I told somebody recently what UFK stood for and they were shocked. Was it you? No. I knew, I, I've known who for a very long time. I told somebody recently what UFK stood for. Was there they another were, fat they were person? Like, we're what? Very, we all look alike. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, let's wrap this one up. So guys, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. We love you. Hail Halford. Hail Halford. Oh. Later.